for Health and Fitness Podcast. We are two CrossFit coaches, Shona Denovan and Chris Mota. This podcast is for Unit 4 members, anyone who is interested in CrossFit training and nutrition. And if you've got any questions for us or topics you'd like us to discuss, you can message us on Instagram at U4HealthAndFitness. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm good. How are you? I am really good. Do you know it's been a year since we've recorded a Unit 4 Health and Fitness podcast? Longest year of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I have been trying to get you on this podcast for a while, but you're just so busy. You're a very busy busy man. And actually, so am I. But it's important. I feel like it's important to... um, to have this discussion I really enjoy it. like I feel like me and you always have a good debate about things where we we're definitely on the same page for a lot of things but um on different pages for other things yeah different pages but from the same book that's a good way of saying it oh is that that was good wasn't it <laughs> just check um, your script make sure you've got all the words in the right place <laughs> uh so um what have you been up to this week anything exciting so far today I've done a little bit of PT this morning Mm -hmm. um yesterday I coached the 10 a.m class Mm -hmm. I think um yesterday's workout was fun as well lots of running and wall balls my Mm -hmm. favorites um but yeah just a normal week what about you um it's been a good week so far it feels like uh it's been a really long week but we're actually only on Tuesday Tuesday (laughs) good Um, start no I'm I really enjoyed yesterday's workout but I didn't run um it was raining outside and I was in the gym all day so I was on the bike instead but I wanted to ask you are you fully recovered from your marathon no I'm not um yeah still not quite there um running is still not super comfortable so like yesterday was just enough that I could do it and it wasn't too problematic but I could feel like by the end of the what was it like mile in total you know starting to be a little bit sore again so it's going to be a long road back to to full running capabilities that's interesting because it's been like a month since your marathon yeah like five weeks five weeks so why do you think that is um underprepared <laughs> uh yeah pretty much it yeah we um our plan going in was to do the least amount possible to just physically complete it and we managed to somehow fall short of that too so oh, really? um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, we finished it but we like the, but we uh, didn't prepare to do it like in a particularly healthy way but we also didn't want to take up like all of our time running all the time that was mm-hmm. kind of like, that would have been a deal breaker and I wouldn't have done it otherwise. So um, I was able to keep doing CrossFit, keep like my normal weekly routine and just do a little bit of running here and there to build up some volume. Um, and we were able to finish it, which was the goal. So that's, uh, that's fine. I don't need to run for a little while. I'm happy with just uh, <laughs> doing a little bit of scaling and stuff in class if I need to. Do you feel like it was worth it in terms of like so all you wanted was to complete the marathon you did that tech right and now you can say I have done a marathon in my life tech do you feel like this five weeks of like not being able to run and maybe being a bit sore 
has been worth it? Yeah, I'd say it probably is. Um, it, I mean, it was never really a big goal of mine. I only I only really did it because I was asked to do it. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's cool. I did it. Um, don't really plan on doing another one ever again. So like this five, six, eight week, whatever it ends up being, it's like the only time I have to deal with it. So it's not mm. not that big of a deal. Well, I think another thing that you can take away from it is that you've actually now that you because we we experience people all the time like even way before I worked in a CrossFit gym and um, you hear about people doing these things without preparing enough mm-hmm. and then being really sore and being taken out of exercise and I know like you're a really active person and you know how to scale around yeah. this yeah. soreness but a lot of people don't know how to do that mm-hmm. um so now that now that you've been through this you can literally say this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from personal experience. <laughs> this is not a good idea yeah. to do a marathon without properly training for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like that's what you've taken away from the whole experience? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, but then at the same time, it's like, um, I'm kind of happy to sacrifice running now for the next six weeks anyway. So it's like, I don't feel like I'm losing out on much like I don't mind biking and workouts if everyone else is running um or even just like doing a little bit less running and kind of adding it up in other ways um but it's definitely it's reassuring to know that I've been through that experience so if I help anyone then it's not just a theoretical model I'm going off of it's something I've actually gone through as well yeah exactly I always like to reframe things so that there's like at least a learning experience from mm-hmm. it. There's no no such thing as failure. Well, yeah. there is, but there as is. long as <laughs> as long as you as long as you learn from it, and then you can actually yeah. use that to to pass on the the good news to other people. But do you know um, what? Just what I was thinking there is like, if you're if you're doing a specific thing, then you need to train for it. So I didn't. I like. I like to think that CrossFit is great at preparing you for like 95 percent of activities yeah. in life a marathon probably would be in that five percent of things that crossfit yeah. is not going to prepare you for yeah. um and i remember doing crossfit and competing in strong women and obviously like in strong women you're doing a lot of like odd object stuff Mm -hmm. but we 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 do that quite often in crossfit as well like maybe occasionally and you've got like a really good base level of of strength strength so that was great right so i did crossfit competed in strong women did well and then i decided to switch to bodybuilding and dieting but also keep up strong women as well right (laughs) Mm-hmm. and the the consequences were disastrous because first of all I wasn't like I was building muscle but I was only lifting at a certain like I was lifting higher reps not mm-hmm. not strength yeah. training and um, yeah. I was training for hypertrophy but I was also like really depleted because I was dieting so it was just making me think that like sometimes you cannot do it all yeah and 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 like we hear about people all the time who are like, um, 
I want to get really strong, but also want to run a marathon and also uh, want to do this fell running thing and also want to like do a triathlon and then I might st- do some boxing. And like, I, I think there comes a point where you're like, right, well, that's fine, but you need to have a little bit of focus. What do you think? Yeah, I think it, it kind of depends on how good you want to be at each thing. Like if you mm-hmm. want to just like do the marathon the way I did it and just kind of scrape through it, you can you can get away with it, but there's consequences. If you want to go and do your triathlon, but like you're a bad swimmer, like it's it's like they're like they're not gonna be that good at everything. And is that gonna be a rewarding experience? Probably not as much as if you put your effort into it. Mm. Um and then it's just like working out why you have so many like different things all over the place and you can't just focus your attention on like one or even one or two. Um because obviously you'd, you'd do much better at one or two things than you would at five different things all at once. Mm. Um, I think that kind of leads on to quite well onto our first topic that we want to talk about, which is like CrossFit's definition of fitness and then how we can apply that to like our own goals. Um, so do you want to talk through that a little bit? Yeah, so CrossFit's definition of fitness is the work you can do across a range of different things. So across a range of different times. So short workouts, long workouts, like range of different weights, light things, heavy things, just your body weight, using a barbell, using dumbbells. Um, and then in lots of different combinations as well. So you might do a fast run with a heavy deadlift or high rep pull-ups with double unders. Um, and being good at all those different things is a measure of your overall capabilities. And so like on average, basically you're trying to be as good at everything as you possibly can. Which I mean is really, really hard if you're listening to this and you do yeah. CrossFit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like both Chris and I have been doing CrossFit for years. And so like according to that definition of fitness, like where do you think you would be? somewhere in the middle I don't know (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly like even just watching like the CrossFit games um there's people that are have strengths and weaknesses and there's I mean only the people who are the the very very best across the board are the people obviously that win but then there's people who are really extremely good at one thing like they're really really strong but then that tends to like upset the balance. If you look at, if you think of it like, um, I don't know, like a seesaw or something like that, yeah. but, but but with way more yeah, yeah. axles. Up downy bits, yeah. yeah more, <laughs> thank you. Um, then it definitely upsets the balance, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're spending all that time working on strength, you're not working on your your handstand or your cardio or whatever it is. Like, there's only so much time in the day especially Mm. if you're just like a normal person with a job and like family and a life. Yeah. So then if you, if you take that into account, like being a normal person, which we are, we're normal people, people listening to this are probably normal people. Where do you, how do you think like balancing then being a normal person who doesn't want to win the CrossFit games with CrossFit's definition of fitness? How do you think that balances? I think you just need to decide what things you want to be able to do mm-hmm. uh, and or even things that like you might never do but if someone asks you you want to be able to say yes to them 
um, like if you don't like running, but if your partner asks you to do a 5k with them, you want to be able to say yes. Mm. Um, and choosing those things and working out like how much time and how much effort you want to put into getting to where that is. And then that's probably fit enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think like as long as you've got like, it's, I, I, I like to think of my quality of life and, and if like, there's things that you, that you want to do to enjoy your life, like literally just like if something falls on the floor mm-hmm. and you see yeah. all these, like I follow this page that's like, I am 30 AF, right? <laughs> and there was one that was like, oh, if you're in your 30s, you'll totally relate to this. And it was a guy who was like, he dropped something on the floor and then he had to take a big sigh because he was like, the prospect of like bending over to pick to get it yeah yeah but and that's people in their 30s and yeah, i was that. like that that is that is not a good quality of life like that would be an alarm bell to me if i was like right i can't even pick up an item <laughs> with it yeah it's like yeah woman. It's, it's like an it's like an easy meme to make but it should not be your reality <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not um so yeah like being able to say yes to the things that that like come your way like whether that's just like come on the trampoline with me mommy yeah um or you know like I want to take part in the Santa Dash which I would actually really like to do um do you know what the Santa Dash is yeah when you dress up and you're it's a charity <laughs> thing as well right yeah you just dress up yeah. as Santa and you run 5k yeah. that sounds right up my street um and then I think like beyond that like actually when I think about like I remember having this discussion with someone recently is like, I know I'm in good shape. If, if you, if you Chris said to me, Shona, can you go and run 5k right now? I'd be like, I'm quite busy right now, Chris, but maybe can I do it an hour? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you said, Shona, can you run 5k right now without stopping? That to me would be like, yes, if I can do that, then I'm in pretty and I, I'm going to say more than pretty good shape because like, um, I mean, there's definitely been times in my life recently where I haven't been able to do that, mm-hmm. but still felt like, like I was pretty fit. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think like, and that is totally subjective to each person because like, I'm sure there's lots of people would be like, I could go and run 10 K in an hour. Yeah. You know, no problem. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or there'd be people who are like, I can run 1k in an hour without or 1k without stopping and I'm feeling great about myself so it's totally subjective so what do you think would be your measure as well for that I think it's hard to put it down to one thing Mm, um I I think when I like growing up and stuff like I did a lot of running um to mostly to to lose weight for judo competitions was the was the goal for that once um so I think running was never like a big like on a pedestal thing for me because I just did so much of it yeah um I find that for myself I I'm not that great with barbell workouts or something like DT that's like deadlifts and hand cleans and push jerks is which for some people is quite a lightweight for me is not super light um if I can do that, I don't want to say comfortably because I'm never going to do it comfortably, um, but be happy with my effort and not have to feel like I'm going to die the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be the workout. That, okay. If I can do this one, then I like, I'll be okay for the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know like my other kind of strength can pull me through in, in other places. Um, 
but that's definitely not, not I wouldn't even put it down to a workout if I didn't have that it would just be the the saying yes to things and like I don't feel bad if someone asked me to go somewhere and go climbing or swimming or whatever it is like if I can say like yes to all those things I'm I'm pretty happy about my fitness yeah yeah and that's really the whole point isn't it um another thing like that I was talking about with someone is so I I work with a lot of people who um I work with Emma on her um group coaching program which is like for fat loss for most people and discussions about like weighing yourself and and not wanting to weigh yourself is something we talk about quite a lot so like for me I don't I don't really ever weigh myself just because I'm not really interested in what I weigh but I know how much I weigh based on or if I've gained weight or if I've lost weight based on how many pull-ups I can do yeah so that I feel like that's quite a good measure for me as well because I'm like if it's January and I'm like struggling for one push one pull-up I'm like right Shawnee yeah (laughs) you have been enjoying too many mince pies um it's time to to do something about that and it's not even like a oh my god I don't like my body I'm I'm I've gained a lot of weight it's just because it is now outweigh outside of my how comfortable I am and how much and mm-hmm. I my body can perform and if, if I'm too mm-hmm. heavy yeah. then I'm not able to do as many pull-ups as mm-hmm. I want so I, things like that like body weight exercises as well like I remember after like when I was pregnant like burpees slowly yeah. got more and yeah. more unpleasant and um, just like the heavier I got and then just on the way back out like once he once he came not while he was coming out um, and <laughs> afterwards like he started just to feel a bit more Go back to normal. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's just things like that like if you're someone who doesn't really want to be like like because in shape I know we're talking about in shape and it might sound like we're talking about an aesthetic thing or like um like it's like a body weight or um something like you look like mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it necessarily means that and it it just depends on how because like what we are trying to do is like give you body autonomy like you can decide like we've here's crossfit here's all the tools you can decide what to do with it yeah Um, and so your measure of in shape is totally subjective yeah i think the good thing about crossfit being so measurable with the workouts is it kind of takes you away from that a lot of the time as well and it's okay to still have those goals in mind but you're kind of getting them kind of in a roundabout way rather than it like always fixating on that one like the number on the scale or whatever it is um you're focusing oh, okay i got more i got one more pull up this week or whatever it is and you're getting slowly towards that goal through that means rather than always having like a pen and paper with your weights written down and that you're looking at every day and uh i can't imagine that's super healthy for your mental state no definitely not and i i do think that without actually having any data or like scientific evidence to back this up but I do think that CrossFit has definitely fixed a lot of people's um body image problems this is me just throwing this out there but um (laughs) just just from personal experience as well because like have being someone who came from like a background where I started exercising to be smaller like I just wanted to be a smaller like just be skinny and then you start CrossFit and you realize that that's actually not what I want. Like, I, like my goals now have shifted from 
like what I look like to what I perform like um and being is that you was that me yeah I think it might be like my fire alarm running out of battery but (laughs) it's been like three times now and I'm trying to work out where it's coming from (laughs) okay as long as it's not me um yeah I, I yeah and it, I, I think it changes your perceptions of like what is important. It changes your relationship with like your body and and food as well, because you, yeah. you start to thinking like you, instead of having like coming from a, a place of restriction and trying to be smaller, you're like coming from a place of abundance. You're like, I need mm-hmm. to fuel these workouts. I need to build yeah, exactly. muscle to get stronger for the next for the next weight up. Yeah, I think that I think you're right. Obviously, yeah, there's no no scientific evidence currently to. I mean, there might be. I'm not. I wonder if there is. I've just not. Um, I, I mean, I can't imagine there's that much money in a in a study to say that there's a, that CrossFit is good for exercise. <laughs> it's, it's well, not. <laughs> I'm sure. I actually do think there is, and I love that. So I just shared on my Instagram yesterday or the day before this really new research that's come out on um people who do crossfit while they're pregnant oh okay cool and actually like see thinking back right so obviously um i i when i was pregnant i was like mostly in lockdown and so i was doing home workouts for a lot of it yeah and then i was back in the gym and 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 so this study was was done on people who did took part in crossfit and weightlifting and powerlifting and lifted upwards of 85% of their one rep max, which is really heavy. That's, that's and pretty it, heavy, yeah. yeah. It's really heavy. And yeah. that was all, all the way through their pregnancy. But I actually don't think I lifted as heavy as that, to be completely honest. And I, well, and I mean, it, probably not when you're in lockdown, at least anyway. No, no, definitely not. Like, But it sort of depends on what exercises we're talking about. But if we were talking about weightlifting, so clean and jerk and snatch, snatch yeah. I definitely wasn't wasn't doing that um and it's just really really interesting because I like to well I like to think that I'm someone who was maybe pushing the boundaries slightly Mm -hmm. of of what was but I really wasn't there was meanwhile yeah compared to that yeah yeah, there was 600 and something women who were doing 85 percent of (laughs) max and that I just think is so cool um I mean this this study was just only it only came out in October what month okay yeah so yeah 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 um so that that's just so exciting that um I don't know how I've moved on to that from what we were talking about but (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we're talking about studies done on CrossFit Uh but yeah that was that was CrossFit so yeah that's really really exciting um anyway um have you got anything else that you want to discuss on today's podcast we've already gone through our measures of fitness yeah um did we have anything else planned? Oh, Kev. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, what did Kev do? Um, it was like fitness myths mm-hmm. was the first one. So do you want to do that one first? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the fitness myth that he submitted? Um, that more is better. That was his example. Oh, yes. that that's That's a good one. And I think that definitely... has happened to most people on their CrossFit journey because they're like well they join the CrossFit gym and 
they maybe start on the three times a week option and then they start to want to want more because they're addicted and they absolutely love it, which is totally understandable. So then they increase their membership to unlimited. Um, and this isn't something that necessarily would happen right now for unit four, but like potentially other CrossFit gyms, if there's like supplementary weightlifting sessions and gymnastics yeah. sessions, and then you've downloaded some app that is like a mobility app but it's also got like accessory work that you can do and soon like you are uh, and you're seeing like some crossfitter on instagram who um swims five miles on their as active recovery <laughs> <laughs> so, so you yeah. think that that's how you should train and um that is is uh yeah and then what will happen is either you get injured or you don't see any strength gains or fitness gains yeah. and you're like why why am i not why am i not improving i'm putting all this hard work in and i saw this like little hamster on a wheel and the hamster is running as fast as they can but the, they obviously they're on a wheel and they're not moving yeah. at all so that's what happens um so yeah what what's your thoughts on that i would say if you think that more is better train every day for the next month do the same workout on day 1 and day 30 and see if you beat your score after 30 days because you won't you'll be destroyed but that's as simple as that like it's you can't especially if you're a normal person like the people you see on instagram a lot of them they'll have their whole life focused around their training and nutrition the things that are going to get them being better they're sleeping for like 12 hours each day and then they like saunter over to the gym at 10 o'clock they do a training session then they get their meal prep out that a company sent them and then they chill for another two hours and then they do another training session. And I do that two or three times through the day. Whereas you get up at six o'clock, you go and do your 7 a.m. class and then you go to work and have to work <laughs> until 5 p.m. And then you're like, oh, well, I better get my second session in. But you've not had any time to relax and recuperate in that time you've been working. Even if your work seems quite easy, it's still stress on your body every time. Um, and that's just not how it works you need to be able to recover to actually get the benefits of training keeping training over and over and over again doesn't do anything unless you actually recover from it and your body can adapt and, and do more but the rest is the important part there yeah rest is so important and um we have a membership that is three times a week and that is for a reason because that is not just the minimum effective dose but it pretty much is like a really effective dose of yeah. exercise that you will um get and in those three sessions you're you're probably most definitely getting full body exercise you're getting I was like counting how many days a week they are you're getting four <laughs> four rest days I went, three four five seven <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting four rest days um and you will absolutely get stronger get fitter get faster look better all the stuff that you want to achieve with just those three sessions um but like that doesn't seem sexy like there's this whole like no days off mentality yeah. um which just doesn't serve anyone um it, yeah in order to build muscle like rest and recovery is so important um and do you know what's i find so fascinating uh is like i'll go back to it again but it's because that's what i talk about like pretty much every day is um how some people can outperform their previous selves after having a baby 
So I mean, like, there's loads yeah. of loads of famous athletes, yeah, who um have excelled in their sport after having a baby, maybe beaten like something that they've done previously. And I think like no one's actually sat down and said this is why, right? But I think one of the main reasons is that you cannot overtrain when you have a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or, or yeah. no, okay, you obviously can, but it's really difficult harder yeah it's a lot harder you literally don't have the time um and I definitely feel like I'm not I'm not a particularly like naturally athletic person but I definitely think that there's a lot of things I'm better at now than I was previously and I'm training way less than I did like when yeah during lockdown I was just really like ridiculously overtraining and I think a lot of people did this and it's because we were also bloody bored but I was doing every single um zoom session every day every day I was doing accessory gymnastics with Chris and then I was also running and I was oh yeah I forgot I was also teaching yoga four times a week so <laughs> sometimes there could have been three sessions and I was just a total mess like yeah. things things uh bodily like things weren't working the way that I wanted them to um and then also there's been times where well I used to work in pure gym and I would teach spin straight into body pump straight into yoga like three three hours of classes hours. back to back was I in like was it in great physical condition no I was absolutely broken um, I wasn't getting stronger or anything like that, but that, I suppose that's just what I had to do um, yeah. for my job. But yeah, you're right, Kev. Less is absolutely more. There we go. Well done, Kev. Thanks. Fudge. Kev <laughs> is... No, bring in the fudge. <laughs> he's, yeah. Um, this is such, as, as I said on the members page, this is such unit four energy that I put a post up being like, right, guys, what's your goals for this week? What do you want to achieve? I'll keep you accountable to it. And we got three responses about fudge, about, <laughs> about home baking. I was like, guys. <laughs> Please take it seriously. This Please is your take health. it seriously. <laughs> Please take your health seriously. Oh, no, they do. But yeah, fudge definitely has its place within a balanced, holistic lifestyle. It does. So we expect it tomorrow morning, Kev, if you're listening. Yeah, he will be. He'll be the first download of first the podcast. One definitely well that was really fun um thanks thanks for your brain chris i enjoyed it um is there any parting parting words i think all the wisdom that anyone needs is already am i already <laughs> <laughs> i need to give my brain like 20 minutes to reload you know like when you flush a toilet and you can't flush it straight away <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> that is my brain <laughs> Okay. Right. Okay. Bye, Chris. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Jonah. <laughs>